Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. So the first reading we have today for Mass from 1 Kings, I mentioned last week when we were celebrating the Feast of the Presentation of the Lord, this reading, the story of, uh, well, Solomon has built the temple and now the priests are bringing the tent of the meeting, the the sacred vessels and uh, the Ark of the Covenant. They're bringing all of that into the temple, into the Holy of Holies, right? What is old doesn't get deleted and discarded, it just gets completed, it gets integrated into uh, what the Lord is doing now. So it's brought into the Holy of Holies. You've got the cherubim, these big angels with their wings spread out over them. you got the cherubim there in adoration and veneration. The ark is stationed in between. You have to picture this. Stationed in between the two angels with their wings. And above the ark, above the ark is an empty space, right? Above the ark is an empty space. The angels are looking at nothing, I guess we're looking at each other. It was Pope Benedict the 16th who pointed this out. Um, I think he was in spirit of the liturgy. But he said, though God's presence was dwelling among men, he was yet still hidden. He was yet still invisible, unseen, and unknown. He was hidden within the glory cloud, the cloud of God's presence. And this right here, this is where the wonder of the incarnation uh, just comes, to, comes into picture, Right? So to make this point, the, uh, for, for, many, for many years, my family used to travel down to uh, Naples, Florida for Thanksgiving to visit family down there. So it was a great way to spend Thanksgiving, get to the beach. It was awesome. Anyway, so as a seminarian, I'd be going to daily mass when we were on this trip, and we would go, I would go to uh, this parish down there called St. John the Evangelist Parish. Beautiful church. Um, yeah, beautiful, beautiful church. And uh, one particular year that I was there, one particular day that I was there for daily mass, where I was sitting, I looked over and I saw that they had installed a new statue of the Blessed Mother. Uh, it's the Madonna della Strada statue, like the one we have here, Mary holding the baby Jesus. But it was cast in bronze. It was big and beautiful. It's one of my favorite images. So anyway, at mass ends and I go to walk over to see the statue, to, to take it in a little bit closer. And what I couldn't see from where I was seated in the church is that the statue, it isn't, wasn't sit, sat on the ground. Mary was standing on top of the Ark of the Covenant, right? Obviously, the, a bronze Ark, not the Ark, but a different Ark, right? So was, the Ark of the Covenant was there with the poles, and the cherubim were there with their wings, right? I couldn't see that from where I was seated, and it blew me away, right? Because Mary, of course, is the Ark of the New Covenant, right? In her womb is not the word inscribed in stone, it's the word made flesh. In her womb is not the, the staff of Aaron the priest, it's Jesus the great high priest. In her womb is not the manna bread in gold jars. In her womb is the bread come down from heaven. She's the ark of the new covenant, right? Right there, no more cloud. God is made manifest. She's holding him, she's presenting him, right? She is the first monstrance. That's what a monstrance is. The word monstrance means to show forth, right? Mary is the first monstrance. She is showing him off to the world. There he is. He can be seen. He can be touched. He can be held. 
You know, yesterday, I was thinking, yesterday at Mass, we heard that reading from Isaiah, that vision of God in the temple seated on the throne, and the, it says the train of his garment was filling the temple. Today, in the gospel, we hear people being so desperate for healing from Jesus and saying, if I only touch the tassel of his garment, I'll be healed. You can touch the tassel of his garment now. He's manifest. He's here, right? When the and when this God who's hidden in the glory cloud, when he appears, when he shows up, what does he look like? He looks like tender mercy. He looks like compassionate healing. He sees humanity. He sees you. He sees our suffering. He sees all of the goodness that's been buried beneath what sin has done to us. And look, we all still need healing, right? This gospel is not just for those people scurrying about the countryside in first century Palestine and Gennesaret, the healing that is, that's required, we still need healing. Like, you, you, if you still got breath in your lungs, which we all do, right, if you still hear, the Lord is saying you're not done yet, you're not a finished product, right? If you were done healing, you wouldn't be here. We'd be celebrating your canonization mass, right? Like, you'd be a finished product. But we're still here. We all still need healing. We all still need healing. And we're not going to merely touch the tassel of his garment in this Mass. We're going to receive the living God. So, just again, as an encouragement, tell him, show him where you need healing today. What part of your heart, what part of your life. Because that living God who is hidden is here and he's present among us. Amen.